question that uh, occurred to me that why we find that we dabbage mod Ezra, you say, Ashivenu Avinu the Sarasasa. Then we say, Slachlonu Avinu Kichatonu. We have a Sarasimay Chuba. And you have the Yom Slicha Kapora. So, Vais the Chois, you need Chuba before Slichas. How is it that before Rosh Hashanah we started with Slichas? Like, <laughs> we're saying Slichas right before Rosh Hashanah. We have to. You can say that you may elude the days of Shriva, but Lamanza was at the Slichas just like that. So, perhaps we can be Mosberg. I think that the Peshat is like this that we know that the days of Slichas, the four days of Slichas, connect the four days of Bikur Nimur that you have to have. Because in Rosh Hashanah, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, be asisem you have to make yourself into an oila. So you have to be mevaker movement for four days, like by any behem. So it could be, the pshat is like this. The tshuva we do in Aser Shemei Tshuva, and the slicha and kapor of Yom Kippur, is for last year's Averis. Dealing with the past. We did Averis last year, Kodesh Baruch Hu forgives us, and it's a kapora for last year's Adairus, right? That's why perhaps after, right after Yom Kippur, you start Urach of Yechapi Rovin. You just had a whole kapora. Adairus says that was for last year's Adairus, right? The, this year's Adairus you still have to, to deal with. So I'll call upon him. You have Yom Kippur is last year. Days of Slichas and Rosh Hashanah is for next year. You're dealing with is what am I going to be this coming year? What can I become? This year, that's the idea of a korban oila. An oila means to go up, to steig. A person comes to Hakadosh Baruch like like an oila. He's saying, "Rabbi Nishlon, I want to climb, I want to grow, I want to steig." That's why Rabbi Shamshim first points out that the blood of the korban oila was sprinkled lamata mishut hasikra on the bottom of the mizbeach. He says the mizbeach in the novi is called the harel. Mountain of Hakadosh Baruch because if you look at the design of the Mizbeach, it's wide on the bottom, it gets thinner and thinner till you get to Kaneh Mizbeach. So it's a mountain, and we're saying to the Yid who brings his korban oila, Reb Yid, right? You're on the bottom. You can become so much greater. You can climb a mountain. And the person bringing the korban is saying, "I want to shine. I want to grow." So we come before Hakadosh Baruch on Rosh Hashanah, and we say, "Rebbeinu Shalom." This is a new year. I want to be a new person. I want to be a different person. I want to be Mechabal Malchus Shemayim, but I want to grow. I want to grow in my Avedis Hashem, in my, whatever it is, whatever your agenda is, but you're telling Kodesh Baruch I want to become a better person. This is the... Right, right, right. So this is, I think, this is, Part of the avoda, uh, what, what lemaisa you need, even if you you're not dealing with the avayrus, you're dealing with the future. But you want to appear before Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You can't appear before Hakadosh Baruch Hu with the sludge and the grime and the schmutz. So you need four days just to, to clean yourself off a shtickle, get rid of a little bit of the surface schmutz, and say, Rebbeishim, I'm dressing up. I want to be a better person. Like the, there's a lemaisa that there was a guy in Eretz Yisrael 
owned a, uh, a garage. He fixed cars. Uh, his name was Tzviki. He had a worker named Yossi. And so one day he says to, Tzviki, to Yossi, you know, next week I'm closing. What are you closing for? He says, because I'm making a chasna and I have Sheva Brothers. And uh, by the way, you're invited to the chasna that I'm going to be, we're going to be closed for a week. So uh, the day the chasna comes and Yossi walks in, and he walks right past Tzviki. So Tzviki says, well, you don't say Mazel Tov to your boss. He says, Tzviki, I didn't recognize you. Right? Where's all the grease and the grime and the sludge? Right? So he didn't even recognize it. We, we, we have to take away some of that schmutz that we have and, and, uh, and, and make sure that we appear before our Kodesh trying to show we want to make ourselves cleaner. We want to, uh, you know, it's like when the cleaning lady comes, you know, you have to clean the house so the cleaning lady can clean. So, you know, you're not cleaning all the cracks and crevices, and, but it's got to look presentable. So you, you, this is the idea. This is, this is Rosh Hashanah. Now, um, I said, this is Rosh Hashanah. It's a duaschol. And, and I, I, you may have read this. I wrote this in an article in Mishpoch magazine a few weeks ago. But um, I told over, I had a mice with Rosh Hashanah Schwab when I was a bocher. So in the summer... I was, uh, to be very honest, I was a shtickle of bum. And I'm going back to yeshiva, and I felt like, this is not shy. I'm going back to Elul, to my yeshiva, after the summer that I had, what am I supposed to do? So I went to Shimon Shua, I was I need some chizik. So he said to me, read me the Shemayin Esrei for Rosh Hashanah. Right, they should get together and Yasu Kula Makuda Achas Lasas Ritzoyin from the Lave of Sholei Kamoish Asho. He said, "What kind of Shmuel Nasser is that? What do you want to daven for? What are you talking about? Peace and goodwill for mankind, and the world should get together." He said, "This is the Shmuel Nasser of a tzaddik." He said, "Rosh Hashanah, everyone's a tzaddik. We're starting fresh." That's the avoid of Rosh Hashanah. The starting fresh. It's a new year. I want to be committed to that new year, the new Malchus. Now, after Rosh Hashanah, I'll deal with the past. But the first step in Shuva is start fresh. After you start fresh, you got yourself going. Now you can deal with the past. But you have to get yourself in the right mode. You have to get on the right derech. Then you can... Uh, that, that's, that's what he says. So uh, you have to know, Rosh Hashanah is because of this opportunity. Rosh Hashanah is also the day that Sora was nifkida. Many of the uh, Imois were nifkida on Rosh Hashanah. And uh, so it's a magical day. There was a Misa that there was a year in Eretzion that had terrible back problems. Abkidei Kach, like he said, you know, he came to this world that he was speaking to. He said, I can't even learn with my son. My son wants to learn with me at night. After five minutes, I have to lie down. I said, my, my, my son doesn't have a father. My wife doesn't have a husband. The Kleil doesn't have a younger man. I can't function. My back is in so much pain. I'm taking painkillers. Uh, I can't function. It's been going on for years. So the Rav said to him, do you understand that in Rosh Hashanah, Hashem is recreating the world, right? Hashem Pokat Esorah, he gave her the capacity to have a child. He gave Rachel the capacity. He gave Chama the capacity. Rosh Hashanah is a new Bria. It's a whole new Bria. Whatever you had in the past, look, it exists. You're, you're begging HaKadosh Baruch Hu for a new Bria. So 
you have to show the Chavak this Rosh Hashanah and tell a Kodesh Baruch Hu, clearly that's, I, I can't, I, my, my wife needs a husband, needs a husband, my children need a father. You have to help me. So he said, okay, it's Makabal, of Tainus Dibur for the two days of Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah, he was just mamish, totally focused on, on, on dabbing to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he should be given a, a, new, a new back, whatever he whatever needs. Okay, so the Yom and the Yom are over, Sukkot is over. He goes to the doctor, to, he's ordering his new, uh, you know, his new prescription for painkillers and whatever he's ordering. He gets some by injection, some by tip, uh, some orally. The doctor usually sees it's not there. He's got a new doctor fresh out of medical school, wet behind the ears. And the doctor says to him, that's a pretty heavy dosage you're taking. I know, I know. Listen, you know, I've been around the block. You're a new kid out of high, you know, medical school. Just write me the prescription. He says, you know, I want you to have a, a, a CAT scan of your kidneys. Or would have an ultrasound of the kidneys. I said, what are you talking about? I've been to doctors in New York. I've been to doctors, the top doctors. No one would have told me they're supposed to have an ultrasound of the kidneys. Who else be rough? Guy says, I'm saying, I'm sending you for an ultrasound in the kidneys, five to guys. So he goes for an ultrasound in the kidneys, and uh, the technician, after he does the ultrasound, says, you know that your kidneys are blocked 22%. That could lead to heart pro- back problems. And so um, whatever they did to clear up the problem, and now he's back. So the boy should was massaged there. You're right. I send you this guy straight out of the medical school, the first doctor from all the great doctors that diagnosed the problem, and he's back. It's a Rosh Hashanah, this magical time that um, you can start fresh. And, and I know some of you this. Now, normally in Rosh Hashanah, you have the Kia Shafer. And the Shafer, obviously, is, as we know, that Revolution is sitting on the Kisei Shaldin. You blow the Shoifer, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gets up from the Kisei Din, and he sits on the Kisei Shalrachim. So, first we have to understand what, what, how does this work. You know, Shalzachor, you have a guy, he's uh, driving his car, and he's a shtickle shicker, and so uh, he backs into a few parked cars, then he runs over a few pedestrians, and then, uh, you know, whatever it is, he knocks over a light pole, and the light pole starts a fire, and then he loses control of the car, and who knows what happens. And so he's arrested, he goes to jail, whenever he goes to court, and the prosecutor gets up and he tells the judge, this guy, you know, he wreaked havoc. He did a million dollars worth of damage to you know to this this place and that place. And uh, you know three pedestrians are injured. They're still in the hospital. They have broken bones because he was careless because he was drunk. And so uh, you know go to full at him. So the the defendant gets up and he says, "Your your honor, uh, just one second." Takes out a kazoo from his pocket and he starts blowing. And the judge says, "Okay, case dismissed." So. Um, you have to understand how we, we blow the shoifer in Rosh Hashanah and showing everything is good. Now, we have a peckle of Avedas, and uh, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know about you, but I do. And then, so we come to HaKadosh Baruch and blow the shoifer and say, oh, let me sit on the kisi of Rachman. What, what's the pshat? How does that work? So there's several answers to this question that, um, but vice the choice, the shoifer has this kayak. Now, some will say the shoifer is a cry that comes from within the person. It's, it's the neshima 
that's the chelik lekami mal within the person crying out to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and we're using that neshima that we have to carinate Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So we're taking the neshama that we have and we're putting Hakadosh Baruch Hu on, the, on, on the throne and we're saying Rebbein Neshalaylam, we are children. And we want to be better. We did our peckle of Averis, but Lamaisa, we want to be better. And we're using our neshama to define who we are. So the Kodesh Baruch who sees that, he says, Oh, you my children, you look at yourself as neshama, not as just gufim, but you see yourself as a neshama, so I have to sit on the kisah shalachim. That's one way of understanding it. Others will say, it's just as posh to cry. The Rishishan Pinkus, I think I mentioned this the other day, and a kid comes home from school, the Rebbe called the father, and he said, your Yankala, today in school, he was very bad. He didn't pay attention to class. He uh, broke a window, he beat up Moishi, and he broke my pencil. So the kid comes home from school, and the father's ready, and he's the, the father tells the kid, the bicycle you just got from Bobby and Zadie, you're not using it for another month. And the tow truck you got, you're not using it for six months. Right? And the mother says, okay, maybe five months, you know, and so, anyway, the kid is all broigous, he goes up to his room, slams the door, slams the door on his finger, gives a scream, the parents come running, they take him to the emergency room, they get it stitched up, he comes home, there's a bicycle, there's a dump truck, there's a new dump truck, everything is from this. Once that kid gives a scream, all the din goes out the window, right? uh, the kid is crying, right? so everything changes. Give a cry, Takarish Borchu, where your children, we realize what's going on, it's a din. We cry out to Akadish Borchu, Akadish Borchu hears that and he sits on the Kisei Ra. The problem is this year we don't have the Shaifer. So those Tutman. The Machshova that I heard from my nephew, rather. So he says that you find with the Kriya Satayra that we lay in the first day of Rosh Hashanah is the episode of. Um, Yishmoel and Hogar. So the Torah tells us that Rome sends away Yishmoel and the taste of the Midbazer Shabbat. Now, so Hogar goes and she drays her in Midbazer Shabbat. And I Avram could be sent to go back to your father. Your father's the king in Egypt. I'm not sending you away. You go back to your father and you'll, live, uh, you'll be a princess. Right? But she knows, she goes and she drays him in the midbar. She doesn't want to go back to her father. So now, if he drains the room, the water runs out. So she puts Yishmuel away. So she sits at distance. She doesn't want to see him die. And she starts crying. And the post was by Yishma Elikim as Koil Hanar. Doesn't say he heard Chogar's crying. We haven't heard from Yishmol yet. All of a sudden, Hashem hears the coil of the Nar. And um, the Rabbeinishim says that Kishoma um, Elakim is coil Hanar Bashehu Shom. Hashem says, Don't worry, Kishoma Elakim is coil Hanar Bashehu Shom. So you got to understand. What, what is the Pasuk telling us? Hashem heard the cry. First of all, where did Yishmael cry? Right? And what's the Chiddush? He heard him Basher Husham. That's Mishpat. Mishpat is Basher Husham. That's what it would be. Whatever you are, that's how you're going to get judged. So he hears the Mishpat. So the emphasis is like this. You find throughout Sacred Beratius, 
this idea of laughter. Yitzchak is born before Yitzchak is born. So Vatitzchak sorrow bekirbo, and then Yitzchak is born, right? You know, so Hashem says named him Yitzchak, and uh, Sora says says earlier that uh, everyone is mitzachakbi, right? Uh, everyone is laughing with me because they had a child. Later on, you find that Abimelech saw Yitzchak mitzachik and Rivka Yishtei. So what we see, everybody is laughing, is and yet. By Yishmael, it says once, the Teirah Sora as Yishmael Mitzachik, and he gets thrown out of the house. Right? So what's going on over here? But he, he laughs once and out. Everybody else is laughing and everything is fine. There's two types of laughter. There's laughter that you laugh when something funny happens. You laugh when something unusual happens, something unexpected happens, right? You know, you win the lottery, you'll laugh. <laughs> really, I don't believe it, right? right? There's something unexpected. A 90-year-old woman has a baby, you laugh, right? It's funny, right? You know, she's nursing all the kids over there. It, it's something to laugh about, right? So people are laughing. It's a joyous laughter. It's a, you know, it's, it's a laughter filled with mirth. And, and there's a laughter of cynicism. It's not a laughter. It's a cackle. It's a cynical laughter. That would be small. You know, Yishmael's laughter is not a laughter of, you know, of happiness, of mirth. The laughter of cynicism, of mockery, right? You say, sometimes you see children are wide-eyed. Teenagers roll their eyes, right? You know, there's a difference what happens. You know, you become cynical and negative. And that's a that's, Matthias. Uh, so you, you find that that was Yishmael's mahus. Yishmael's mahus was... He was metzachik. Everything was a joke. Not a joke in the sense that it was funny. A joke. He put down everything. Everything was... was. So the aside of Rodin is that the Pesach is telling us that Yishmael is metzachik. Everything is just, you know, everything is a shtos. Everything is not right. Everything is not fair. The world doesn't make sense. Nothing is right. And so, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Hagar, Kishoma Elikim es koil hanar basher husham. I heard the koil hanar. I hear his cynicism. I see his, hear his mockery. But I hear the koil of who he really is deep inside. And deep, deep inside, I really know that he's crying for help. Deep inside, he, he, it really hurts him. And that's what I hear. I hear the koil hanar basher husham what he really is. And deep inside, the biggest cynic, the biggest mocker, and all of that, deep inside he realizes, I'm wrong. I wish I could be straightened things out. Because who sees beneath the facade, beneath all of that, he sees where the person's really holding. Sort of like Leol Apiyan said, when you have the Ganav who steals a sheep, and the Torah reduces the Dalit to Hay, the Dalit, not Hay, because... He's Mavasa himself. So they ask, what do you mean? He has the audacity to carry the sheep in public, and so he's looking at society, and he's scorning at them, he's laughing at them, a lot of place from people, and he's stealing the sheep, and he gets off 20%. There it says, HaKadosh Baruch looks teeth in her eyes. And he says, no, I, I see that with all of his laughter deep inside, he says, you know something, you're a garnished. You're a loser. That's what you are. And that's what he really feels. The, the, the facade... Is Hashem sees beyond the facade. 
That's all Yiddish. That's the the the, the Gemara tells the Maisa. It's a Mishnah in in, in Pirkei it says Alti Bos Lechaladim. Don't don't disparage anybody. The Gemara tells a story that Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon was coming back from yeshiva, and he saw a very ugly person. So he said to him, "You're really ugly. Are all the people where you come from so ugly?" So the guy said, "Go ask the ask everybody to show him." So the, the shayla is, this is where Elizabeth Shimon would say that nobody says that to somebody, you're ugly. You see somebody in the store, you see somebody, and they, they, they have scars, they have some, they, there's something wrong with them. You don't go and say, boy, are you ugly? It's the last thing any mensch would say. So how does he say that to them? So the shayla is, Elizabeth Shimon saw the man was a choyte. He wasn't ugly on the surface. He was ugly in his panemius. He mamish was a Russian, a Russia. He said, you're a mamish, a Russia. Is everybody where you come from such a Russian? So he said back to him, he asked the boy, why I'm the way I am. You don't know how hard I try. You don't know my nisiyonas. You don't know my challenges. You don't know how I'm trying to overcome it. You don't know. You, you just see the surface. You don't see beyond the surface. I'm telling you, I, I cry myself to sleep after every Yabeira because I want to be better. I, I, why did Rabbi give me so many tithes face of this? But, uh, you, know, you don't understand. So sometimes you have to understand that Rabbi Yishev, here's beyond the facade. So we say on Rosh Hashanah's Zichra and Trua, it's a day that we just have the core of the Trua. I think it, it's more than just the fact that we commemorate the Trua. You don't need the Shefer. The Rebbeinshem hears the cry without the shofar. The Rebbeinshem looks deep within you, and he hears what your cry. He understands the cry that's coming from from your tefillas, from your machus, from the way you shtelavek. Uh, you, you come to a Rosh Hashanah, whatever the seba is. But the Rebbeinshem hears the pnimis of the person. You don't need the shofar. He hears what the the, the coil that's coming. That's bikeya from the labor of the person, and because of that, that's what gives the person the. The ability to be miscaver in din, be be oimit be din. So, Yetzer Hashem, we should be zoyche that Hashem should hear our deepest pnimius, our wishes, our desires, our rutzoyness to be better, to be closer to Hashem with the shayfer and even without the shayfer, as long as we approach Hakadosh Baruch Hu with the, you know, like every year comes to Rosh Hashanah, I'm not ready yet. Thus, Alain is a is a, is a darga, right? I feel unprepared, so but I, I feel the depth of how much I need to do and how far away I am, and how much I wanna I wanna be able to 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 to, to get across that chasm that's between me and a kaddish baruch. That Alain is a cry from within a heart, and for that a kaddish baruch hears it. So, should be saying that uh, you'll hear all of our tefillas, our bakoshes, our deepest yearnings. And we'll all be safe to be inscribed in the safer Chaim for a good defense.